Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Afterwork Drinks, a weekly podcast where two journalists and best friends, Isabel Truman and Grace O'Neill, debrief on the week that was over a bottle of red wine. Hello, everyone. Hello. We're back. We're back. And better than back ever. Back again. And a bit late. We're a bit late this week. We apologise. <laughs> Been very busy. Dishevelled as per. Very dishevelled. I left my handbag at the restaurant where we just had dinner and had to run down Castle Rose Street. <laughs> but it was we were there. already late yep. and we're walking and Grace is just carrying a magazine in her arms, <laughs> freaks out, we're already late and sweating. I just turned around like, and I was like, Izzy, my handbag's just not on me. Like, <laughs> it's the hottest <laughs> day we've had in so long. I'm like a sweaty mess and we have to turn oh around and bolt down the street. We're running down the street and restaurant is a strong word for yeah, the, we mall. the Westfield food court yeah yeah it just stayed on this chair for and like you're 30 minutes being very vague about what it is your yes. fucking Chanel handbag <laughs> and then she's like trying to skip hop down the street and I was like you care more about the Chanel bag than I do run <laughs> I so know. thank god that's there cheers to, there. That. cheers to that thank goodness fucking making me sweat like hell and run i apologize i feel like a lot's happened this week yeah how's your week been it's good i was away for work um on a work trip and i was on a 14 hour flight and i landed and checked my phone and megan markle was pregnant and pete davidson and ariana grande had broken up I know. It's like it's crazy. two of the biggest news stories of our decade. Yeah, I know. I keep messaging you. I was hours. like, when will this flight land? It felt like it had been a decade. I felt like the, like, not the apocalypse, but, you know, a lot. That's a lot. Her announcing her pregnancy is huge. Huge. And it's funny because it's one of those things that you kind of knew was happening. 
like you saw her at the winning yes. and everyone was like she's pregnant mm-hmm. but still not one person at my work thought to do a pre-write <laughs> I like, know like I didn't think to to which is writing up a story mm. ready to publish and ready to have live because she's yeah, obviously pregnant it's obviously going to be the biggest thing ever mm. but instead we're all frantic and like it was like 7 <laughs> yeah was it crazy well we were all at home and we it was... always get the announcements at a bad time for us like you remember when they got engaged I remember yeah. I was in bed and it was like 9pm and I saw the blast go off and I was like no yeah. I had to log and in then and because it's the obviously story. in the UK they did, then did their engagement photo shoot at like 1 in the morning yes. and people had to stay up and post about it I was like I'm not doing that yeah and their wedding as well we were there till like 1 in the morning doing the wedding yeah Just and crazy. even um, Princess I don't know you, apparently Eugenie mm. uh, uh, yeah Eugenie we wrote an article about it that was like, it's How like, to say you, it. use your knee. Use your knee. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. Princess, use your knee. Yeah. Uh, when she got married, I was just doing Instagram and it was still so hectic. Yeah. I was, it was like, like, I can't deal with this. It was a good wedding because it had such a good guest list. Yes. Like, Cara, so do you Oh, yeah. She looked, looked amazing. Perfect. Absolutely amazing. Her little top hat. Naomi Campbell. Kate Moss. Deceased. And then what about how they, um, the next day had a festival? Did they? Yeah, they had like a... They seem like quite like, you know how it's this sort of trend not to like them as much because they sometimes seem quite like, there's memes like comparing them to the evil stepsisters in um, Cinderella, mm. like after yeah. the first row wedding, but they both seem like like super cute. I thought at that wedding. Yeah, and it's so funny. Someone at work was like, you know that they're the Queen's grandkids as much as Harry and yeah. William are? And I was like, what? I was From so From her confused. perspective. Yeah, I was are, like, yeah. wait, they're the same as George and Charlotte. It's like I couldn't get my head around it. Yeah, I thought, um, yeah, I thought Eugenie's dress was, Eugenie's dress was really nice. Mm, it was beautiful. very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and then the next day, everyone came back again. Robbie Williams. I love all of her famous friends. Yes. Um, Ricky Martin was there. This is what I would be like if I was royal. I would be, like be friends with Ricky Martin and oh, Robbie Williams, absolutely. Naomi Campbell. That's my dream guest list. Yeah, I just invite That's them perfect. all. perfect. Yeah, and then they had a festival. And That's everyone was dressed good. in like floral and everyone went on carnival rides. And like a few people posted on social media. Oh, I'm so sick of all these loud car noises in this freaking Chinatown studio. I'm sorry, we're in the middle of the city in Chinatown. <laughs> it's loud. The foghorn last week. Yeah. That was the best. <laughs> and Pete and Ariana. Yeah. Very important news story. I was shocked. I don't know. Why? I don't know why I was, but you I was shocked that, that it was that quick. date, mm. he was like, I'd marry you or whatever, obviously, because he's punching. Yeah. And then they, so then he was like, oh, they went ring shopping as a joke. And then he was like, which rings do you like? And she mm. was like, oh, I like these two the best. And then he just got her one and proposed. Mm. And he, so she was obviously like, she really, really, really liked him because they're in that honeymoon stage. Yeah. But she just would have been like, yeah, this is cool. And he was obviously very deadly serious. Yeah. And now then she just went down this freaking rabbit hole. I know. And I feel like maybe, oh, I need to sneeze. It's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's fine. I guess I'm not that surprised. I always think with these couples, like, yeah, you got engaged too quickly, you'll probably break up. But that was very soon. Yeah, like, I am so confused about Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, for mm. one. They're the weirdest couple. Yeah. I and I feel like he just wants to marry her because her best friend is Meghan Markle. Do you think? I don't know He's a bit why. of a social climber. Yeah, I think he is. And he, mm. I don't know, I just get bad vibes from him. 
Why does everyone just keep wanting to get married so Why does quickly? everyone want to keep dating Nick Jonas? Yeah. That's one thing I am confused about. I wouldn't date Nick Jonas. Yeah. He's dated people way better than me. Yeah, it's that thing where there are some people where you're like, oh, I'd never date, like, Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> but would. But if he asked us out, we'd be like, absolutely, I'm free in 10 minutes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the jo- I don't. I think I must have missed the whole Jonas Brothers thing. I don't really understand. Joe Jonas is hot. Is he? Joe Jonas is hot. Uh, and he oh. goes out with Sophie Turner. Oh, remember, though, we saw him at Fashion Week and he was, like, four foot one? Yeah, he's very he short. He was so tiny. I always thought of him we as were quite like short, yeah. looking over his head. Yeah. Like, I, I just get a vibe. I have a sixth sense about how tall men are. No. Oh, and eyes. Oh, like, I have the funniest well. yeah. thing to tell you. I was meaning to tell you this, and I even took a video on my phone. So last night, I was at a work event, met this incredible woman who I'm not sure if you know her or not. I won't name her because I'm going to go into detail about her love life. But um, she was the best, and she was basically like, oh, I'm on Tinder, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes... Yeah, but I keep going on dates with men, and they're fucking tiny. Mm. And she was like, they're so, so short. And I was like, oh, wait, no. We worked out years ago, back (laughs) in our single days, that um, when Grace had a brief relationship hiatus, that if they don't have a full-length shot, right, Mm -hmm. on their Tinder or on their account, if their photos are all of them... If they're all cropped, cropped of the head, cropped of the shoulders, selfies... They're fucking tiny. They're short. They're yeah. tiny. Yeah, and it's okay. like guys who have the height in their Tinder profile seems really arrogant, but it's literally because otherwise they're tiny. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told her that, and then she was telling me about a guy called Ben, 32, Sydney, um, and he, she went on a date with him, and mm. she was like, he was just so tiny. She actually mm. used the word midget. Mm. Um, and I was confused and thought it was a real midget. Because she kept saying it, and I was like, wait, can we just clarify? Yeah. And then it turns out that he was like five foot seven, Aww. which is just kind of a normal height. It is. I think it's high. Was she quite tall? She's really as well? tall. Yeah, she, she was I'm so the tall. same. I'm yeah. like five foot ten. Yeah, she's, and she it makes was... such a difference because it makes you like, it just, it, it makes you feel a bit like unfeminine. Yes. If it's a guy who's like four inches shorter and than you. Kind of like. She was like and then I was like wait show me the profile and she whipped it out and I full blown I've got it on my phone to show you later took a video of her swiping through because I was like no 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 we worked this out this is the formula so for any single ladies out there now you know has to be a Hot full tip. body shot Hot and then he had tip. some like ones where they it was very he'd done a good job of tricking mm. he was like at the snow but he'd cropped from his waist up I hope you're not listening, Ben. I know. I'm sorry. It's like, your, yeah, it's like your currency on Tinder is your height. That's why so many guys put it in their bio. Yeah, because I thought it was just so arrogant that people put mm. their height in their bio. I was like, shut the fuck up. No, like, women what? care. It's so but, shallow. It's so It, it is really, well, really shallow. It is but shallow, but I... Yeah. So Anton's like a little bit taller than me. Mm. He likes to think he's taller than me, but he's actually like my height. Similar height, And if I yeah. wear heels, I'm taller than him. Mm. And it is that kind of thing where I just like you want to be wrapped up mm. i don't know i feel like i'm quite big and bulky yeah i'm yeah. like i don't know <laughs> i'm a chris hemsworth build yeah <laughs> but in a female he's the chris and you're the no, you're the chris I'm and the he's chris. the elsa yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um, that was something funny there. that was that that's actually speaking of that there's a really funny meme that i'm gonna get up okay found the tweet <laughs> 
Ariana had to learn the hard way what all women find out eventually, that sometimes you think a guy is amazing and funny and loving and sexy, but it turns out he's just tall. Yes, <laughs> so good. And that has 359,000 likes and 65,000 retweets. It is <laughs> true. so true. Yeah. And then she replied to her own tweet saying, never got the Pete Davidson appeal until I learned he's six foot two. We've all done stupid shit for six foot two. Yeah, and big dick. Energy. Big dick energy, yeah. yeah. Big dick energy, big dick, tall. <laughs> tall. <laughs> ah, Pete Trifecta. Davidson. But I think the Swift engagement things is marginally interesting just because marriage feels like, um, I don't know, it's like most people we know get married, it's like a like normal thing, but it also feels like something our generation isn't that obsessed with. Like I, I find mm. it kind of strange that all these celebrities are like, I know. Rushing into getting engaged. Like Me too. I'm like, I, no one I know is obsessed over getting engaged or married. Like, it's not... I think people I think people are do want to get married, people at our age, but it's more of like a... I think actually a big part about it is money's no issue for them. Mm. So it's kind of like Pete Davidson... Well, I don't know how he has that much money. Neither. But Pete Davidson can go out and buy a really expensive ring. Justin Bieber, Nick Jonas mm. can shut down Tiffany & Co and buy whatever ring he wants. And it's just like not as much of a big deal yeah whereas like if Anton wanted to propose he'd probably be like hey can I borrow 20k <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like make it 30 yeah, yeah, yes. make it 30 <laughs> and absolutely um, um no but and also I don't know their realities are so different to ours like mm. I don't know but then again it's so much more embarrassing when they do split because the whole world's watching yeah I I, I do understand that things must feel a lot more um, intense and whirlwind when you've got that pressure of people knowing and finding out and the whole world is interested and are they or aren't they and mm. you know like yeah. I, I understand that that will probably would probably like escalate a normal relationship by quite a lot because even like Harry and Megan when they did their um interview with the BBC they were kind of like we skipped a lot of steps in a, in a relationship because we had to like, we couldn't go out for dinner, we couldn't mm, go out yeah, with friends, so we couldn't go out for drinks. Quickly, so very quickly intense. we were just in the, our home together, just the two of us, basically living together, mm. spending every night together. Like, that's what they had to oh, do because they I'm couldn't so be out in public. I know, it's I'm so, so cute. I'm so jealous of her. Are you? Yeah, I just love I'm not. I Harry, their royal tour, like, I don't think I could... You know my face. Like, it gives everything away. Mm. If I was talking... If people were screaming at me, I would just turn around and scowl at them. Yeah. And I'd be like, go away, leave me alone. I wouldn't be able to handle being on a beach with all these fluoro guys running around <laughs> in togs at 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Like, you'd wake up. you just up. have to always be on and you always have to be so smiley and polite yeah, and, and lovely Yeah, people screaming at you and want to tell yeah. you their stories. And I think that's the same with most celebrities. But mm. I guess cause, just because we've been watching her so closely recently, it's like with other celebrities you can get away like Justin Bieber can get away with being like please leave me the hell alone mm. but with her it's like anyone who talks to you you have to listen and you have to be engaged and you have to I can't listen I don't even listen to you I know and you can't have off days like we just all have days where sometimes we just come into work yeah. and we're just in a bad mood for no reason mm. and we just want to not talk to anyone and like bury our head in headphones and be sort of rude mm. and she just can't um, ever be off I don't, yeah, I don't envy that at all. I would find it impossible. I envy the Harry part. Yeah, I don't, I okay. don't have quite the same sweet spot for Harry. But um, in terms of the engagement thing, I read a um, thing, it was in the Daily Telegraph, so 
I don't know how reputable <laughs> that is, but it was it was saying that this this woman is like a socio- sociologist or something was saying that um, she thinks that these fast engagements are like a byproduct of Instagram instant gratification culture that we're so used to getting what we want all the time whenever we want it that those snap engagements are like an extension of that like we Mm. meet someone and we really like them so we're like oh my god we should just get engaged let's just do it and get two million likes on instagram and it'll be amazing okay do you want another glass of wine yes okie dokie to the next so i think some we've both been quite interested in um selena gomez who was sadly um admitted to hospital for an emotional well so she was um you know how she's got lupus Mm. and then she had to have a kidney operation because of that Mm. so as um i don't know as like a repercussion of not having a kidney Mm. um she is really susceptible to illness and apparently her lo- her white blood cell count was really low mm. so she was hospitalized because of that and then it happened again and she was hospitalized again and then when she tried to leave and go home they said she couldn't go home because she was too sick mm. so she's like physically really unwell and then she had a massive panic attack in the hospital mm. and she's just like having a bit of a breakdown because obviously being physically really unwell and mentally yeah feeling yeah, and she's talked about sort of having anxiety. So now, yeah, she's been hospitalised for to, for an emotional breakdown. Mm. Um, but yeah, she's talked about having anxiety and things like that for a while. And I think it's just, it is just one of those things that happens when you become a star so young. Mm. You know, like how we were talking about Lindsay Lohan before and how she filmed herself chasing those kids down the street. Mm. And it's just... It's cra- It's so crazy because it's it's the Demi Lovato having an overdose. Mm. Like this is their real lives, mm. and it's just this thing that we absorb in the news and then kind of go on with our day and don't think yeah, about. Yeah, we're very we're very like flippant about mm. this stuff. Even like the Kanye West thing, um, seeing Donald Trump. Like mm. I I don't follow that like what he's doing too closely, but the you know even that footage he was kind of ranting and raving and just it, Kanye in general. Kanye yeah. for years and years and years. You know like. What was it? It wasn't even. It was like a year ago or two years ago when he was doing all those shows and ranting and mm. full blown having a mental breakdown. Yeah, and then we just forget about it and we're kind of like, oh, Kanye. Yeah, I think it's it's like this weird part of our culture now where we're very aware of mental health and we talk about it a lot and we're much more. You know, Open we have trigger it. warnings on mm. things and we're very susceptible to make sure people don't get you know triggered or upset or that we don't you know make people feel overly anxious and then when it comes to our celebrities we still sort of treat it as entertainment when they Mm. go through a hard time or end up being hospitalized or are very clearly sort of you know we're not in a position to diagnose anyone but like very clearly like not well Yeah. yeah in some capacity and I think the fact that when Kanye does something like that and we're all just like when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Memes out of it and kind of making it a joke, it's, it's, it, it just makes me feel a bit weird. Like, I just... I've always found the attitude to Kanye a bit... I just don't like it. Like, I'm like, this is a, a guy who we've sort of seen play out in real time mm. go through some really difficult emotional stuff and he has been hospitalised for having, you know, mm. mental episodes and it's I like... I it was after his mum died. Yeah, after his mum died. It was mm. like such a noticeable yeah. decline yeah. and I just think that it's so sad that he's just become like a joke and a meme and everyone just makes fun of him and they're just like stupid Kanye and I'm, I just, I think people, people need to be a bit more compassionate yeah about Kanye <laughs> auntie grace and, uh, and i mean i'm the first to admit i find that video of Lindsay lohan dancing in mykonos mm. the funniest thing i think i've seen yeah, all year amazing. i can't stop it's watching iconic, it iconic and i don't say it's, that lightly no it's iconic it is literally it's iconic. the best thing ever mm. but then seeing a couple of weeks later her like that it mm. really puts it into perspective and it's yeah. like you know do we laugh? Are we okay to laugh at that? We're it's, not laughing with her. Yeah. We're laughing at her. It's like... um. But I want to know how to do that dance. I know. It's an interesting move. But I, I watched that Amy Winehouse documentary. Did you watch that mm, a few I love years it. ago? Yeah. I just love her. And it was it, it did this like really moving thing where it was showing the footage of her at the time, how bad she was in terms of addiction and eating disorders and whatnot. And then it cut to people like Jay Leno and I think Bill Maher. There's like talk show host, nighttime mm. guys, just making fun of her and just oh, yeah. being yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, and I'm just like, this is a 24-year-old girl who's in such a terrible place, mm. who is really sick, and you've got grown men just mocking her on TV, you know? And then she died and like she just had all these people aware that she was, you know, seriously ill and had no one in her personal life to help her. And I just I always... find her story so sad, and yeah. I always think about her friends, mm. her best friends from school, you know, the ones mm. that had their shit together, they didn't party with her, they didn't drink with her, all they ever wanted was for her to be okay, they didn't care if she was famous or anything. Mm. All they ever wanted was her, for her to be okay, and she just pushed them away and pushed them yeah. away. And I f- feel so much for people who um, have people in their lives who are struggling with addiction, because that's just what they do. And so it is really hard to help them, even if you want to. Like, I read yeah. some article um, ages ago, and it was, like, um, how a mother wanted to be able to change the law so that in – it was I think it was in Victoria or maybe NSW, you could um, legally force someone into rehab if they were over 18, whereas now you can't. So if they're yeah. an adult, if they're legally an adult, they get to decide whether they go to rehab or not. Mm. And this mum was like, my son is out in the streets dying. Mm 
of you know heroin addiction or whatever it was and i can't force him to get help yeah so he can just tell me to fuck off and then mm. and and like i can't do anything and i was reading the story and i was just like bawling on the couch because mm. i was like imagine that mm. and these people just do push whoever like even demi lovato like they were saying that um when she was like right before she had her overdose all of her real friends she wasn't hanging out with them she mm-hmm. was with all these like other people who just liked to party and just liked it because she could have she could like she had the money and resources or whatever to buy them all the drugs and that she could they could hang out at a mansion and they just spend their time with those people like how amy winehouse just had that fucking douchebag boyfriend yeah who all he was using her for was to be able to get high yeah it's like so sad that documentary had me sobbing when I watched it. Yeah, yeah. It was so, like, it was just so moving. It just made me, I, like, obviously... And her dad is a fucking dick. Yeah, he sucks. Um, But he... I feel like, we, like, neither of us have a modicum of the talent she had. But, like, I just <laughs> felt like I could see myself in her in terms of, like... She just felt like a, a, a normal 23, 24-year-old girl who you know, gets caught up with the wrong boyfriend and mm. kind of, like, just people aren't giving her good advice and don't have their best interests yeah, at heart. Like, yeah. it wasn't that I've ever been anywhere close to no. partying or behaving the way she does, but I could, you, you, like, when you see someone as just a celebrity, you tend to not see them as a person. And then just to see her as someone who just, like, really loved her dad and wanted her mum to give her good advice and just, like, mm. cared about her boyfriend and she just happened to be insanely talented. It just made me just think, you know, like... It's just really sad. I hate that we do that to celebrities that we just think that they're... They're ours for the taking. Yeah, like, because they get benefits out of being famous that therefore they just have to cop whatever um, we throw at them in terms of, like, making fun of them and stuff. It's just not very nice. It's not very nice. No. Um, Actually, this reminds me quickly of... um, I read Lily. I can't say Lily. 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 Oh, Why? I don't know. I just get like I just want to jump to the second L. <laughs> Whoa, Alan. Lily Allen's book this week. I read it really quickly. It's quite a memoir, right? It's a memoir. Yeah. yeah I really want to read it. I've heard yeah. about it. Yeah, it's very. It's like insanely honest and intense. Like very intense. Mm. She's like just incredibly honest about everything. She's had a pretty fascinating life. Like I've never been a like she a said, Lily Allen super fan or anything, so I wasn't. No, me that aware neither. But yeah. I didn't actually realize there were that as many Lily Allen super fans as mm. there are. But um, she was huge. But she's she talks a lot about being like a young woman, um, in the media going through like a really hard time. Like she ended up hospitalized for a nervous breakdown, um, a few years ago, and she just said it was this culmination of all this pressure by the media and the fact that you know she, she could get called too fat and too skinny on the same day using photos from the same event. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, she, yeah. and she's like, you're, you're tw- she was like 21 when she became famous. And she's like, you're not, you're not equipped to deal with that. And you, no one around you really kind of does anything to make you. No, Megan Markle said that. Did she? Yeah. She wrote in a thing, maybe it was for the TIG and she was like, being an actress, you get told all on the same day you're not pretty enough, you're too pretty, mm. you're not You're not black enough, you're too black, like, mm. all in a day. And you're just like, well, I don't fucking know, do I? Yeah, <laughs> like, you've just got to have it at one point, just what? be like, I just am this, yeah. and you guys can, like, deal with it, yeah. But um, going back to Megan, mm. um, what I think, I mean, her pregnancy isn't, uh, I mean, it's obviously very interesting in a, a global news story, but um, it was 
bound to happen. Sort of bound to happen. Yeah. Um, what's your attitude, I guess, about this like idea of royal pregnancy and and like this expectation that like Kate Middleton has to have a baby and then three hours later have a blow dry and makeup yeah. on and yeah. yeah. Um. So obviously, Kira Knightley just wrote. Um. It was actually part of the book that I quoted last week. Um. Mm. The Bridget Jones diary story from mm. um, Feminists Don't Wear Pink and Other Lies, I think it's called. Cool. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. <laughs> uh, and Kira Knightley writes an essay about motherhood. And I think lots of people would have seen the headlines that she basically goes off about Kate Middleton. But it's not really about Kate Middleton. She's more just being like women in general are expected to kind of like... You, you're not expected to talk about what happens when you give birth in this, like, <laughs> crazy detail. Mm. And you just sort of expect it to just bounce back. Yeah, and look yeah. The same and, um, yeah. With royals, I don't know, like, I guess that's all... With royals especially, it's sort of part of your job. But with normal women, I feel like it's a bit different. Like, yeah. But, I, but I, I feel like royals are just this weird thing... Yeah, but where I, they just always do look good, and they're always they, they're not really they're supposed to not really be that real, are they? Yeah, but I do wonder if it's like there's a trickle down effect of yeah because we see this, it's just like even if there's we know there's a glam squad, even if we know there's a bunch of people behind the scenes, even if we know this is like completely unrealistic for un- other women, it still gives off this ideal. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like if Kate Middleton were to say, I think that's what Keira Knightley's getting at. Uh, not really. It's not down to Kate Middleton to fix it. But you know what I mean? If if that was to stop, would that then stop this, go some way into stopping the stigma around women having to look amazing? Should I read what she, a bit yeah. of what she wrote? Yeah. Um, so about Kate Middleton, like it's a big essay. It's about a lot more mm. than just this. But she wrote... Um, she was out of hospital seven hours later with her face made up and high heels on the face the world wants to see hide hide our pain our bodies splitting our breasts leaking our hormones raging look beautiful look stylish don't show your battleground kate seven hours after your fight with life and death seven hours after your body breaks open and bloody screaming life comes out sorry this is so graphic <laughs> <laughs> don't show don't tell yeah uh, yeah and then i some she was criticized for criticizing Kate Middleton and then she came out and just said anyone who thinks that is completely missing the point which I think is true that's absolutely not about criticizing Kate it's about women criticizing yeah. the expectation put on Kate which is very different yeah. um but I wonder if Megan will go down that route or not yeah I, I feel don't like think the same pressure is on if you're not um an ear. Producing the air. Producing yeah. the air. If you're not a baby royal yeah. making machine. Yes. <laughs> that is so funny though, how like I was thinking that today, how it seems just so old school. You know, when you watch or I don't know, when I was when I was young I was really obsessed with um the monarchy, mm. weirdly. And I loved like King Henry the Eighth and how he mm. had like all of the wives that he killed, etc. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, This is fucking nuts. Yeah, it's amazing. Anne like, you know. Um, but how they are expected to produce a male ear and mm. it dro- drove all these women crazy. And that was the whole thing. Like, that's why Henry VIII yeah. ditched his first wife. Um, and then still, you know, like, just more on the down low. But that's Kate, what's expected of Kate Middleton. Yeah, they, they changed the law. Yeah, so the- Charlotte can... 
doesn't well, you, need so to be it a didn't male. matter if it was a male yeah. or a female their first but still, one, but like the implication is still the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with Diana, how they were like an heir and a spare. Yeah. Like she had to produce two boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Kate will have probably two more kids, I reckon. Do you think five? Well, she'll just try, I reckon. You just, yeah. that's like, what? There's a, there's a bit of a, like, conspiracy theory that, because um, birth population, like, birthing populations are on the decrease in the UK, that Kate's, like, having more children than average in Britain to, like, drive up the baby making. What? Like, because they're worried about people not having kids anymore. Are they serious? <clears throat> There's so many people in the world. There's so many people in the world, but birth rates in England are declining. That's weird. Why? Because the average family has, like, one child. Oh. So they're, like, have four. So really? So people are, like, inspired to There's have bigger so families children. again. I know. No, but, like, adopt or something. So... Talking of Megan, they're just doing, haven't finished, mm. right? No, they've got Their ages first ago. royal tour of Australia. They've been in Sydney. I haven't been here, so I haven't seen anything. anything. What's been going down? Um, You want a running... I'll, I'll give you I don't really want to play-by-play play itinerary, but, you okay. know, fill me so in. So they arrived um, and they went to the zoo. Then they went to the opera per house maybe the other way around basically they've just been doing a lot of stuff seeing mm. a lot of people they're here for the Invictus Games and I think they go to New Zealand and Fiji and Tonga mm-hmm. um, Megan's been wearing a lot of Aussie designers which is cool she's been wearing yeah. like um, Aussie designers well she wore a Dion Lee dress which mm. I think everyone thought she was going to wear I, yeah, yeah she's a Dion Lee girl that she yeah. is which um, is great um, I saw that Dion did you see that said that his website crashed yeah it never yeah. happened before no yeah. the Megan effect yeah. Um, yeah. So she wore a Dion Lee dress, looked incredible. That's just like that's just her designer. I feel. Mm. Um, but then she's been wearing a lot of other designers who I couldn't have picked slash hadn't heard of. Um, so Karen G. She wore was the first um, thing she wore when she was in Sydney. Um, and then she wore some jeans by Outland Denim. Um, who uh, it's really cool. They um, hire Cambodian women who have survived sex trafficking. So, yeah, so, like, Megan's been wearing all these designers as, um, actually, you know, Mel, M- Melissa Singer. Yeah. Um, she wrote a really cool article today just being, like, because, you know, you, you write stories on what Megan wears and instantly the trolls come out and they're, like, who gives a fuck what Megan wears or, or any celebrity, any time mm. you report on a red carpet or anything, everyone's, like, who cares what they're wearing? It's what they're doing. Yeah. And, yes, like, she's doing some incredible things. They went to Bondi Beach today um, to take part in fluoro fridays and it was all about um speaking about mental health um and things like like they're doing all these incredible things but Mm. also what she is wearing are things by a australian designers as mel pointed out which is boosting the economy here Mm. and um you know little known local brands are now getting put on this global platform Mm. and then she's also wearing brands like outland denim who are hiring all these like women who need to have, get a living wage and now and the the founders were just like hopefully this allows hopefully the Megan effect allows us to be able to hire more of these women and help more people yeah. you know and the like flat shoes she wore they're made out of recycled plastic bottles it's like she's very conscious of what she's wearing she's not just putting on you know she literally found a an Australian designer and b one that's helping people around the world yeah and that's obviously not like the expected choice yeah i think it's fantastic i think people like it obviously frustrates us i think that there's this assumption that fashion is 
fickle. Yeah, the fickle or frivolous or or just this sort of addition on top of other things. But mm. it's what we wear is really important. Like you don't have to care, you know, about wearing designer clothes or whatnot personally, but you can't deny that someone with that level of fame, mm. what she wears can have like, yeah, have a global impact. So I'm just thinking Sorry, of Miranda. Was, yeah. No, I'm just thinking of Miranda Priestley with the cerulean oh, yeah, blue cerulean. sweater. Yes, exactly <laughs> right. So what did Mel write? I haven't read it. Oh, We okay. love you, Mel. Yes, love you, Mel. We'll now know if you don't listen to this podcast. Um, so she said... So she's talking about how um, with Megan being down under, people are reporting not only on what she's wearing but why she's wearing it, mm. which is great so she says rather than assess whether they are nice or not or how she looks the media has endeavored wherever possible to tell the story behind the clothes stories such as karen g the previously little known sydney designer and mother of five whose dresses with whose dress was beamed around the world on tuesday morning instantly making her a household name beyond the feel-good stories there is a serious economic force at play the so-called megan effect will undoubtedly benefit australian retailers who are desperate for a sales boost leading up to christmas thanks meg Thank you, Megan. <laughs> we love you. Come and be a guest on the podcast. Yes. Give me a husband next, and your life. <laughs> next stop on the tour. Australian tour. Yeah. Our studio in Plot Twist. Chinatown. Plot Twist. Special guest, Megan Markle. Yeah, we don't want any special guests on this, but no. she would be one. I think we'd break the rule for her. Mm, I wouldn't mind that. I just let her talk for like four hours. I know. She'd I'd just be like, talk about everything about her we- your wedding day. And yeah. She'd be like, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. About out of time. We're going to yes. stick to the schedule. Yes. Um, thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Um, rate and review and subscribe. But always we love only- all the reviews. Yeah, we love thank the you reviews. So much. Please review if you like us because also we love the investigation for one star. Lever has concluded. Has it? We know who it was. We do. <laughs> we know who it was. We know who you are. <laughs> expect a cease and desist in the mail soon. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, review only if it's nice. Rate only if it's five stars. And subscribe. <laughs> Love you. Bye. 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 Cheers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.